Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa Know How. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than copper top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah, an upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Hey, Collider fans, you know who this is, John Roca from the Collider Network. Look, if you like this show, you are going to love all the shows on the Collider Network on Podcast One. The YouTube channel, Turn Podcast Super Network, has got everything for your pop culture needs. Check out Collider Sports, Jedi Council, one-on-one with Christian Harloff, Movie Talk, and so much more. Check out the Collider Network every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. 
General States pricing. Sales price does not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831.20. Stay little chico, Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game. So that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of Collider Body Slam Smackdown Live Recap. I'm Jazz, because that show last night was capital letters kick ass. Uh, and I was loving it, didn't want it to end. And out of nowhere, just when I was about to get up and change the channel, RKO! So, so fantastic. I can't wait to talk about it here. I am John Roga, the host of the show, joined as always by the CEO of Pro Wrestling Sheet. How are you, brother? I'm doing great. Ryan uh, Satin. Sorry. Ryan Satin, how are you? Brother? I am doing great. Yep. Uh, I felt the exact same way about SmackDown last night. It's like... That was the best. Oh, man, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. So good. I'm very excited to talk about the show because yeah. I'm not a fan of having to be unhappy with what we watched. <laughs> I'm, I much prefer to talk about how great things are. Yeah. And there was a lot of good things on the show last night. It, it was good things aplenty on SmackDown Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we dip, dig into the yep. show, though, yep. we should note, uh, since we don't normally do them, uh, but Royal Rumble is one of the big events, mm. the biggest events of the year. Yeah. So I'm planning right now, I, we're going to do a recap on Royal Rumble as well. For those Woo! of you asking, uh, I'll put that up Monday morning. We'll, we'll, we'll record it uh, on Monday morning. We might even get an early uh, West Coast time uh, just to get it out there and get it out to you guys in the morning as well. Uh, try and get it out to you as soon as possible. So make sure you guys check out, uh, keep your eyes out for that on Monday morning. Yeah, there you go. Royal Rumble. There's a lot to Woo! talk about coming into that show as well. But listen... We had this was the send off show last show before the Rumble this weekend. You know they had to make it, they had to bring it because Broad kind of only kind of somewhat brought it last night. They really brought it tonight. You know what's weird too is that because Monday it was a go home show and it was great. Yeah, 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 great. I wouldn't say it got me like more pumped for the Royal Rumble though. It was oh, just a okay. great wrestling, right? Do you think that like it did for me? It didn't advance a ton of storylines. No, no, no. I, I, which I, I'm not. It shouldn't on the one before right. Rumble. But normally the go home shows are a lot of times like. You know, recap and mm-hmm. and kind of like final final hype. Right. I don't think we got a ton of like Royal Rumble hype besides the the last few seconds yeah. of the show that you were referring to. Yeah. Uh, but still, great show. What what happens? Though? Okay. Well, let's start off. Here. We have Oscar and Becky. Becky's in the ring first. Comes out to a massive pop. This. Okay. Yeah. I take it back. This did. This yeah. did get me more. That's hype. what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and this and one. This did. is I what I'm referring yeah, to. Not right. anything else but this. Yeah. This when she came out to massive pop. Saying all the stuff about Asuka, saying how it, like, it would eat her up inside if she didn't beat the actual champion for the belt. You know, kind of goading Asuka. Asuka comes out. They go at it back and forth. She starts yelling Japanese. I feel like uh, Becky's not just should start yelling at her back in some kind of Irish brogue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. Something that would be brilliant is in the back and forth and having them go at it. If she just started getting real Irish on her, yeah, and, like, great. the stuff that you probably wouldn't understand yeah. unless you're from there. Like deep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 I also agree. Because you know what? It's it's funny 
uh, it's just great how entertaining Asuka screaming at someone in Japanese is. Oh, yeah. When you have, like, no idea what she's saying. She could be saying the nicest things. Yeah. She could be saying, I love you, you're a great person. But just the intensity behind it is, oh, yeah. is, is great. I love it. Asuka's, it's crazy how well Asuka's come across in this yeah. feud. She's kind of like, not in a bad way, but she's kind of like, I don't want to say, I don't want to say, Dampen the flame of mm-hmm. Becky Lynch a little bit, but it's weird how like Oscar was like just Teflon against all of it. Yeah, well, I think in a, in the hands of a lesser wrestler or a lesser personality, uh, they could get forgotten. They could get forgotten. They could get like uh, not thought about. They could get like run over by these two strong personalities in Charlotte and Becky. Oscar has held her own and at times even come out on top. In the promo side or in the uh, acting side of these back and forth, and that's been great to watch. Yes, and this was a, another situation too. She starts flipping out, doing what she's doing, and you buy it. You're really into what's happening, and you see Becky take a little bit of stuff. Because don't forget, Becky was just a face like maybe five weeks ago or two months ago. So you know, it wasn't long ago that she was losing to these people. I guess so. See what she's doing here. There are little moments that you can catch in Becky's performance, and, but you know, and then Charlotte comes out. Does her thing, the queen and all this. She, now she's she's not the man. She's the main event. Thought it was kind of smart to throw that in there. But then people on on Twitter were going after her with this hashtag shoehorn Charlotte. And I, I, it's, this is interesting to me how this is still happening. It's a very strong reaction the fans are having, both positive and negative, for Charlotte's like mixture in this whole battle between Asuka and Becky. Uh, and Charlotte addressed how Becky had owned her for the last few months, but she owned the division for years. So it was a good... Everyone stated their presence really well. But then Asuka hits her from behind, Becky from behind. That shocked me. And so... And Charlotte saying she's going to throw 20 another. So here we go. The Royal Rumble is all women. All the women in that Royal Rumble from both brands. Did Charlotte kind of tip her hand here that she's going to win this thing? I mean, I think it's pretty heavily foreshadowed right now that okay. Charlotte is probably in the is, is a front runner, right? You would okay. think like Charlotte, you think like Charlotte, really? Charlotte's like the only front runner right now. I can't think of anyone else like that is a possibility, okay. at, at least think, in my opinion, okay. right? Don't you agree? No, I, I do, but a little piece of me knows how much they love Alexa. And would I just that, that okay, be I thought I, something? I was going to say yeah. Charlotte or Alexa, right? Right. But then think of Alexa winning. Where do they go with that? Yeah. Like for WrestleMania-wise, if, if Alexa wins. Like what, they do Alexa versus Ronda again? That wasn't that, that can't good. Do it. Yeah, well, I guess she gets a revenge. Mm, I just I feel like that's a card that isn't as interesting. I don't think it's a strong enough build-up no, yet. No, me right? neither. Her coming back from injury, the fact that he announced Especially because they've done so much with Becky right. and Ronda and right. Charlotte, like... Something ha- there would be a massive disappointment if there's not something involving the three yeah. of them at WrestleMania. I would imagine. Well, right? I think something's going to happen. I just think it's so obvious that it feels like Charlotte's going to win. That yeah, I'd be surprised if she won because the WWE that, yeah, loves true. to swerve. They love to swerve. True. in certain moments. I mean, what? Em- what could you see? Them could doing? Ember come out of this thing? Could? But think about it. you. You out? keep saying the, like these dark horses, yeah, but then yeah. like, what are they going to do at WrestleMania with an Ember Moon winning? True. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it has to be. But we don't forget the Elimination Chamber is before. For WrestleMania, so anything could happen where one person wins and then other people challenge going, I want that slot. Vince has a second thought, says, you know what, you're right, this should be a triple threat, and then you have to fight again. And it sucks because you won the Rumble, you should get the automatic shot. But I wonder. There's all kinds of games. But it does feel like Charlotte's going to win it this does thing. Seem, yeah. I can't deny you're that. Right, you're right in that regard. There are options available there to, are. if you try and do a, a, a swerve on people. Or if whatever. you're changing storylines, you say you're listening to the fans. True. Um... I, you know, one thing that I, that struck me while watching this segment mm. was 
the fact that, and I hate to say because I, I think Becky Lynch is great, but I think this was one of those scenarios where it shows that, like, making Becky a tweener mm-hmm. isn't as effective as Becky just being a strong heel. I agree. A million percent. And I don't, want, I don't want to, you know, I hate to be a dick. Cause I, I don't think it's being a dick saying that, but I just yeah. think, you know, I hate, I hate to, to harp on the same tune, but, like, you know, the heel turn was great for her. It was. Now her trying to be, like, cool guy isn't as hot for no, her. No, no. And the thing is, because they're, 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 how can I say this? They're softening the edges of her heel turn. That's how I feel. They're and, softening and it. And it sucks. And they're giving that heel edge to Charlotte to Char- now. Which, and Charlotte what? is... And, but Charlotte is looking great because of well, it. That's you can't thing. deny that. Well, so could Becky. That's the thing. They Agreed. took Becky but off you know of what? that track. You know what the problem is? Is that, that the fans didn't want Becky to be a heel. And like they were so against it that now they're like, well, we have to please these people. We're against Becky being a heel. And because they were so – now they're, they're kind of like – Giving what everybody wants, but 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 Becky was so great when she was just a dick. Like I, she was just yeah. a dick to everybody. That should have been Becky attacking Oscar from behind. I hear you a thousand percent. I think Becky was the. I think the fans initially didn't like it, but then the fans got behind it, and so the fans getting behind it turned her into a stone cold Steve Austin. I think what Creative did by taking her shine and giving it to Charlotte for that evolution situation because Becky got her face cursed because Nia was careless with her punch. That is where they they fucked up. I think they should have let Charlotte just stay what she was and get beat. And I will not. I know you you don't like to say. I know you're not. And I'm a fan. I'm a fan. You've got way more inside sources than I do. I'm just a fan. Yeah. To me, it feels like it feels like Charlotte went to the back and said, "Oh no, I'm not going to be second fiddle to Becky. No way." Or somebody in creative said, "Oh no, no, no. we don't want Charlotte playing Becky second fiddle to Becky. We're going to give Charlotte the Becky push that Becky was getting organically." And now you've confused the fans. And you've split the fan base where people are still fervently behind Becky from the pops. And with Charlotte, she has enough of a fan base that people like this this new Charlotte, but not enough of the WWE universe is behind her. And that's a problem. So when you strip it all away, as great as these ladies have been on the mic with their promos and their matches in the ring as well, when you strip it away... This is kind of a clumsy situation they it found is. themselves yeah, in. Absolutely. But I blame creative. It's nobody else yeah, to blame. I was going to say, I, everything you I said to me made sense. Are, everything are you said to me made sense. I just don't think it was a Charlotte thing. I think that it was more okay. a creative situation where it's like, hey, what do we do? Right. Becky got her. Becky's a firecracker on social media. We can't control her. What do we do? Well, let's, how do we funnel that over to Charlotte? Right. I, that, that, that does not seem out of the realm right. of possibility. I mean, to me, yeah, they've totally been uh, so how do you shaving the edges a little bit to make yeah. her – Nice. Yeah. Like, why did Asuka attack Becky last night? Yeah, like, that's Becky weird. should have attacked Asuka. Like, right. Becky is the man. Like, Becky was the cocky mm-hmm. one. Like, I don't know. I just, I, that, that part is frustrating me a little bit because I think that she was so much better yeah. when she was just a dick. Well, it feels like NWO, right? When they brought NWN, NWO in, they had that uh, uh, promo for 10 minutes at NWO, uh, New, uh, No Way Out at the beginning of NWO, of that, uh, sorry, that pay per view. And then they were a little clumsy, and then they beat the shit out of the rock. And that was incredible. The ambulance, all of that. Yeah. But then they then they shave the edges, they soften the edges, because God forbid they let the NWO run riot for you know for a year over these stars like Stone Cold Steve Austin, who got who got the best of them. It's like all of, it's it's sometimes I think either it's the wrestlers who already have a status they don't want to lose, which is not out of the room possible. We've seen many stars be political behind the scenes. Or it's the WWE creative fumbling the situation and not looking I, at the bigger picture. I think that it's that whole Shades of Grey thing. It's yeah. that whole – Vince looks at each wrestler, not necessarily as a wrestler, but an independent yeah. revenue stream. 
You know, like, yeah. they're all independent oh, revenue streams, right? Okay. So, okay. like, look at these people less as people, which they are people. I'm yeah. not saying they're not people, but, like, in this scenario right. of, like, of business, like, they're all independent revenue streams. And <clears throat> Becky Lynch's in- revenue stream was much lower than yeah. everybody else's yeah. with the goggles that she was selling and stuff. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that man shirt is selling a lot. I bought and one. And I'm sure her revenue stream is rising, and yeah. they look at it, and they go, well, she's starting to push a little bit of merch now. Yeah. Maybe she shouldn't be a dick. Yeah, oh yeah, right. Because you know, because traditionally heels don't sell as much as faces. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, maybe we'll have her be right, edgy, right? But maybe not a dick. And I think that's part of the problem is that mm-hmm. like Becky's kind of like she's still playing the character up, but she has been a little less dick than she yeah. was before. And I think that it's probably because they don't want her to stop making them money. You yeah, know, like yeah. even though I think that is why she's making them money and it's a weird counteractive balance, that is my guess. Yeah, they need to find they need to follow that Stone Cold blueprint. That was laid out there. Follow that Stone Cold blueprint for Becky and you'll be fine. Stop letting Becky let other people get the best of Becky. Stop it. Stop it. Oscar should not have been able to throw Becky no. into that ring or into the side of, you know, wherever that is, the, the, the you know, where the fans sit. She should have been able to throw that. She should have. Like, there's so many situations where Oscar should not have been standing over Becky. That's not how you do it. You I just let think her a, play the deck. It's also like a matter of priorities. Yeah. Like, what's more important? The women possibly main eventing WrestleMania or Oscar's title run being... Oscar right. looking strong during right. her for, during her title run. Right. I don't know. What's I feel like the WrestleMania main event's more important. Yeah, it so is. You should be getting Becky over. Right. And don't and fans are going to be like, well, you guys want Oscar to get a push? I get it. Yes, but nothing's in a vacuum. Everything yeah. is connected. Yeah. You cannot think of one thing as a vacuum. So giving her the push at the sacrifice of Becky makes no exactly. sense. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. I wanted the push, but but not at the sacrifice right. of, of Becky, which is arguably one of the most popular female characters the company's had in a long time. Yeah, and I argue that Charlotte didn't even need this heel push. She didn't. No, she Charlotte didn't. is status already. Yes. She's royalty in the fucking business. She's a legacy. We don't need her to have the status. And she already has the edge to her. Yeah. She you already know? does because she, she already played heel. She already played so heel well for so long. Back, you already yeah. know she's got that in her. Of course. Yeah, that's Becky, we didn't know. That was new. I did, but I don't want it to seem like I dislike this segment as much as we just said. No, the segment's great. The segment was very entertaining yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like, I very no, much enjoyed this picture. segment. I'm just – exactly. Like, yeah. I'm thinking bigger pictures, like, similar to the Finn Balor thing yesterday. Like, yeah. the, I enjoyed the Finn Balor thing. I'm right. just thinking big picture here because I did very much enjoy yeah. the, the whole segment as a whole. I just yeah. – and I feel like, honestly, Charlotte has been – Raising her game up too, like I've sure. really enjoyed Charlotte the past few weeks. I can't deny that. Yeah, so I just I didn't want you know, but I I had to point that out. Yeah. It's something I was that was like killing me while watching it. I agree with you, brother. That's what I'm saying. I think I think we can both agree. Mm-hmm. The ladies are doing incredible work with their promos and their matches. It's more a creative issue, yeah. and we'll see how it plays out at the Royal Rumble and Elimination Chamber. There's any of that involved as well. Uh, all right, Naomi and Mandy Rose had their final. I mean, had finally got in a ring and uh-huh. and went at it, and uh, they gave Rose the shine on this one and, and also, the victory. They so had I'm that shocked. weird package beforehand. Yeah. What'd you think of that package? Uh, you didn't like it? Yeah, it was all right. I, I, I was like, okay, I get it, but are we ending the feud or are we not ending the feud? I what I liked about it. And this episode as a whole, actually, yeah. when it came to video packages, was it kind of felt like they were trying to break out of the mold of the package we've seen a bajillion yeah. times now yeah. to lead up to the Royal Rumble. Like, you know, like we're going to get to it, but the Mustafa Ali one, right. so good. And yeah. I know he had been doing those on 205 Live and before that on social media, but the fact they brought that to the main roster is awesome. Like yeah. that, did you watch it? Yeah. Because, yeah. man, like I was just, it was so cool the way mm-hmm. it was done like, that they like, you know, kind of like, uh, Interweaved what he was saying with uh, the video package, yeah. with the video stuff. 
great, great work from the WWE video department. Man, like that was stellar. And I felt like this, while not as great, yeah, was at least um, tr- they tried. Like with the weird, with the with the with the voiceover yeah, thing, kind of yeah. like talking like a telenovela or something. Like, and then Mandy did this and that. I. I it's at least better than the words on the sure, screen they were trying sure. to do for a while. I liked them going out of the box a little bit. Yeah. Um, the match itself it was okay. It was all right. Yeah. The mat, the ending was rough. Yeah, the ending was bad. Bad. Was I was bad. trying to be it was nice. So, but yeah, such a cop out. It was rough. Yeah. Not because you can't script Mandy to win. I get it, but it was still, just visually, did you see how yeah. it ended? Like it was just like they, they like, <laughs> Mandy, bought, like yeah. didn't really throw her very hard yeah. towards the ring post on the apron, and she like hit it and crumpled down, and then Mandy just kind of like rolled her back yeah. in the ring uncomfortably. It looked awkward. Well, even even uh, uh, Sonya, well, that was a blown spot with her trying to. Interfere with her legs before yeah. Yeah. Mandy throws her in, so that was all kind of convoluted. Very. And then the way she hit the ring post, we see many people like Ray hit the ring post twenty times in that match and wasn't counted out after that. You know, so it's weird. That's another thing. The thing is, I don't, I don't mind that Mandy get the pin. It's, it's you got to make it believable. Me too. Yeah, like have her get like have her get caught a couple times with two separately two separate strong moves and one to finish her, and then you put her out. Like, what's Mandy's finisher? There wasn't a finisher. She has a finisher. Right, but she didn't use no, it. No, she so didn't. So what was the point? Have her hit the ring post, roll her in, do the finisher, then you get the pin. Agreed. That makes more sense. I, I, I might be alone on this one. Yeah. I don't know. But one of my biggest grievances with professional wrestling in WWE, not professional wrestling, mm. WWE in, in this day and age, is like the lack of importance on finishing moves. Yeah. I don't understand why they've devalued the finishing move. Yeah. Like, finishing move is like one of the best parts of wrestling. Like, that's that guy's finishing move. Yeah. And I get it, like kickouts or whatever, but like, just feel like, even, like, like mm. there are a lot of wrestlers in WWE how you couldn't tell you what that, you couldn't say what their finishing move is. Right. And that bothers me. Like, right. even, even Seth is calling it like the stomp bothers me. Yeah. Come up with a name. Yeah. It, that's a good like, point. it's a finishing move. Yeah. That's a good classic part of wrestling is the name of a finishing move. Like, that's, it's part of the character. Like, the song. The finishing move yep. and their name are like three things that build a wrestler, in my opinion. Right? Exactly. Yeah, I agree with you. Completely. So I agree with you there. Yeah, I, it bothers me when someone doesn't use their finishing yeah. move to end a match, even if it's by nefarious means like that. They, they definitely could have still brought her in to do her finishing move, right. especially when it looked kind of weak, like it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. So I don't know what this proves at all. I mean, you push Mandy, so that makes sense because you want to make her a star. But the match was like wasn't that many minutes. No. So the fact that for sure, yeah, you, not very impressive. And you take the you kind of undercut Naomi. You know, we've said Naomi deserves a shot. Yes. Asuka deserves a shot. Asuka's getting her shot. Naomi, not so much. She's involved in this feud for now, so it fills the time. But hopefully this leads to something bigger because who's Mandy going to be going to bring in to kind of counter Jimmy? Maybe it is Ray in some weird freaking way. That the brothers break up. And or they Jay, have this, I mean, Jay, sorry. And they break up and they have this thing, possibly. But like, I was like, Randy Sears got kids, man. <laughs> so does Jay, I think, too. I, she probably does, too. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. no, I, would, I would say, though, like, I I do think Naomi is one of the most one of the best formed characters in, oh, the, yeah. in the women's division. Oh, yeah. Mandy's getting making her way there, but like, man, I think Naomi is great. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I just felt like there was really like it just didn't click here. There was something off a little bit. But I think yeah. like honestly, Naomi's one of the coolest characters Agreed. in the women's division. I think like she's got that cool song. Mm-hmm. She's got the cool one of the coolest looks. She does have like signature moves mm-hmm. like that you established with her. So yeah, I, I am a big fan of, of Naomi. I just yeah. yeah, this match, it was just 
something didn't click. Yeah. You almost forget that she started as, with the Funkasaurus and yeah. the whole thing. And she kind of climbed out of that. She was on uh, Total Divas for a bit. She's still then, part of the cast. Yeah. And then changed her. Like right? when she was yeah, starting she out, when she was starting out, she was on. And then like she's one of those rare people that changed her entire persona as a female wrestler and became even more successful. Yeah. Well, she because they did take she her was off the show for a long successful. time. successful. Yeah. Yeah. They took her off the show for a while yeah. and then brought her back. And yeah, you're right. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. She's someone who's able to create a whole new character for yeah. herself. Outside of the Funkadactyls and all that kind of yeah, thing, which I, um, I didn't mind the Funkadactyls. No, I didn't either. Yeah. I I feel bad on Total Divas because I was watch I watched Total Bellas last night. Mm. I feel bad when they show someone who's been taken off the show. Like it's Total Bellas, so I guess it's not a thing, but it's part of the Total Divas sure. universe. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like it's part of that the Total Verse, the Total Divas extended universe. <laughs> you know, and and uh, they showed Renee Young for a minute. Oh yeah, and I was so bad when they show the person's name because it was like, well, hey, that person was a character on the show. We yeah. know who she is. You don't gotta show her name. Like they don't show Nikki Bella. Well, they might still show their names. Probably, under this. maybe they do. I don't know. They're but, still new viewers. Yeah, I was so bad when they show someone. One's name underneath those. Yeah. Total Divas or Bella's been pretty good this season. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty good this season because last oh, night was yeah. their their, their um, the SummerSlam stuff when they came back for oh, SummerSlam. Right. Um, oh, all the shit that went down with that. Yeah, I think the next episode Ooh. is the Live More. I have oh. a feeling the next episode is the Live Morgan. Maybe next few episodes they're gonna. It seems like they're gonna touch on it because you talk Bri- me into this fucking because Bree's been talking about how nervous she is for her comeback oh, and how man. she's like got to get back in ring shape and like. You know, she's nervous because she's been a mom and, like, this is going to be her final run. How excited she is for her final run. And then she's going to, like, stop and have another kid and be done. And you're like, oh, you know what's coming. Like, it's it's not often a reality show where you know what's coming. You're like, oh, I know what's coming. It's not good. You're going to have so much shit that happens right now. You know, you're watching it. It's like, oh, no, Bree, no, no, you know. It was was great, though. It was Daniel. (laughs) Daniel and her trying to have another kid. And then she gets the call saying, like, that they wanted to come back for SummerSlam. And he's like, well, did you tell them we're trying to have another kid? And she's like, no, I want to come back and blah, blah, blah. So he's like, okay. So then she mentions to him that, like, she feels insecure. In this episode, she's kind of mentioned that she feels insecure with her body now. She wants to get – uh, a boob job oh, to kind of like fix everything now she's had a kid and stuff. Wow. And Dale's talking about how much he like. He's like, no, it's just it's very unnecessary. Like, yeah. I'm very happy with your body. Like, you don't need to do that. Like, you you're beautiful, you know. Yeah. And she's like, why well, no? But it's just like I want to be comfortable with it. And he's like, what if? He's like, what if I got like a, a testicle tuck? You know, like I'm not gonna get like my my balls lifted or something like that. Right. He's like, what, am I going to have, like, high and tight balls? Like, I don't care, you know? She's like, no, it's different. Your balls are hidden at all times. My boobs aren't hidden, you know? And it's like, and it's like, it was great. This, this week's episode was funny. I think she's lying because Daniel Bryan's balls are not hidden at all. He wears those briefs. That's true. Well. Bikini briefs. So you can see his you balls You wouldn't see bikinis. if a guy had saggy balls in, in tights like that. Yeah, so in the angles in those conquistador tights, that's for sure. <laughs> Uncomfortable. I'll never unsee that. Uh, that's good. All right, well, is it a half-hour show or is it an hour show the total bells i think it's an hour yeah it's an hour <laughs> i would do the half an hour i would i can't do an hour i could do the half an hour well i mean when you watch without commercials minutes. when you watch without commercials it's like a half hour no it's 45 yeah it's clear. yeah i, I can't the extra the extra 23 minutes i can't do. i can't say yeah that i can't do it. don't lie to me <laughs> don't lie to me i cover tv son <laughs> one question though i do want to ask you uh i recently watched that clip with ambrose and renee when someone grabs renee's ha- yeah. hat was that real? That's one of the most fake moments they've ever it's had fake. in the history of Total Divas. It never happened. That was one of the most fake okay. things they ever right. did on the show. So that's the, that's the thing about honestly, the Total Divas, Total Bells that bothers me. Some well, of the shit's scripted. Honestly, they got into this like, weird 
around the time Renee Young came in, yeah. they got into this like we're gonna overly script the show. That's phase. when I stopped watching. Yeah, they got Renee Young's ha- first couple of years were good. It was a lot of the Renee Young storylines. Like uh-huh. I think Renee Young is great. I did not enjoy her on Total Bell yeah. because all, because Dean Ambrose is such a sheltered guy. It felt like all her storylines were very manufactured. Well, and, and no offense, Renee Young is not a wrestler, and Renee Young is like above, in my opinion, my opinion. Renee Young is above the wrestlers. She's a commentator. Makes sense. The wrestlers are the wrestlers are they they're by they buy into the storylines. Their job is to convey the storylines and live within yeah. the, the, the that stuff. And so she's not sure. Her job is to comment on it. And if someone offers her a big contract, she'll leave tomorrow. Yeah. to go do sports someplace else. She's from Canada doing sports. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I also think that you know there was another storyline they did with her where there was like a fight in a nightclub in Vegas that was like ended up being like a giant gag that she had manufactured, she had like orchestrated, oh. and it was a giant prank thing. And you were like, no, yeah. don't, don't like that. Yeah. There's a lot of like, and I think Graham's right too. She's but I, awesome. did, I did enjoy her on Total Divas. And yeah. then after that, they kind of like kept doing those. Honestly, even last season, I kind of fell out of Total Bell's la- Total Divas last season because mm. it was a lot of like overly scripted stuff. I didn't care about all the John Cena stuff. It was like really overly yeah. scripted feeling, even if it was real. It was overly scripted feeling. Um, and they've kind of like gotten back into like the lives of yeah. the Bella Twins and Total Bellas right now, and that's really what I watched the show for. Well, that may, that may bring me back then, because yeah. the first two seasons I watched, I liked because it what felt like that was really happening between yeah. the people. You know what I'm saying? Like Natty's journey with uh, with uh, the hard kid, uh, you know, the stuff that she was having with him and mm-hmm. the issues with, the, you know, with their relationship and were they, like, were they going to get married? Were they not? Are they going to stay married? Like all that kind of stuff was fun to watch yep. and interesting to watch. And then seeing his struggle with with Nikki because Nikki really wants to get married and have the kids. All of that I watched because yeah. there's good drama in the reality of that kind of stuff. There is real moments yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, that, I, and I think that's why it's getting back on track right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe – I believe that Nikki is trying to kind of like move on from John. So it yeah. is, it's interesting to watch her moving on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to watch Bree and Daniel kind of like both coming back to yeah, wrestling yeah, right yeah. now. So I, uh, yeah, I, okay. I like it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been a fan of Total Bellas this season. Yeah, and the weird thing with her, their mom and John. Who, and then her daughter, his daughter's on the show now, too. Oh, so and she was like, gonna, she, it seems like she's 16, but it oh. seems like they want her to get into wrestling. Oh, God. No. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> the Miz and Cesaro. Should we talk about that? Uh, yes. How do you feel about that? Uh, how it all went down? Because uh, you're the one okay. that's – you've hated this whole thing with the Miz. I have. And Shane. I will say – I enjoyed this the most out of everything that's yeah. involving them. Yes. I still really am not enjoying it, but I will say this is the least – because there was less um, – um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not friction, but there was less like of that – Will they or won't they yeah, be friends? Yeah, type yeah. thing here, and they were like, "No, they're friends." Yeah, I liked it a little more because it was like, I don't care about the will they or won't they between Shane and Miz. So right. the fact that they are now on the will they side of things, and they are they're they're doing it. And yeah. It seems like they're all buddy buddy now. Um, I, I I liked that. Okay. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus are great right now. Yeah. They're really like they're really doing well. I, I'm big fan of the bar right now. I Me think too. they're they've been killing it ever since they brought to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, their matches have all been great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cesaro was great here. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I I, I, I liked the segment. Yeah. I still don't like the storyline. Right. I don't really care. I really don't want them to win the tag titles on Sunday. God, I hope that they're going happen. to. <sighs> they're one hundred percent going to. Right? I mean, there's no there's no doubt about that. Right? That sucks. Because the, the bar's been great. I really think yeah, that the, the tag titles helped fantastic. that. I don't want them to get lost just so they can continue this annoying yeah. Shane and Miz storyline. Yeah. Um, how rad did that that powerbomb looking thing look? Yeah. Oh, that was cool. Yeah. 
because they took like the concept of like the shield power bomb and took out the third man and just kind of like it, you know what it reminded me of? I just just on me right now. It was like the. Um, the Spirit Squad back in the day. They did, like, the Spirit oh, Squad's old yeah. finisher. Except that one came from the floor, right? right. Like, they picked him up off the floor and slammed him down yeah. like that. But it was similar in a way. I, I thought it was great. It was really cool. The Swiss, that's why you give it to the Swiss Superman. Man. Yes. And it can do everything. Yeah. And I also <laughs> like that they teased Shane doing the table spot but didn't give it to us. Yeah. Because they did kind of roll my eyes. Of course, we're going to get the table spot right. before Orbital. And then the fact that they they uh, spoiled his plans and then they they threw him through the table. Yeah. I, I like that better. I thought that was entertaining. Um, and they got rid of the jokes. Like, they, they took it all business. Yeah, the, the, I think which that's I why liked. I enjoyed this segment the so bar. much. That's a good point. Yeah. It was like, very not jokey. It yeah. was, even though the, the Miz and the Shane, Miz, the Miz and the Shane, uh, <laughs> Miz and Shane are uh, a jokey team right now. I did feel like it was less jokey this oh, yeah. match. It was like a real match between Cesaro and Miz, like even though it was short. Um, there wasn't like a lot of like shenanigans yeah. or whatever, yeah. except for the end. So, yeah, I, I, I kudos. Cusa, cosine. Co- cosine. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I hope they don't win the title, but you're probably right. Um, of course they will. Speaking of Shane, They're his, going to. his dad, Vince, moderated this back and forth promo between AJ and Daniel Bryan. Uh this was very interesting to me to Did watch. You like it? As a politically active person, yeah. this was an interesting promo to Uh-oh. watch because no, no, because no, I'm kidding. You no, because you referenced the AJ Styles stuff in the last show totally, and then and like how that how you you posted that and how what happened with that. But this was in essence a political argument on a Very wrestling so. show. Very much so. And they turned the left side of things into the villain. Which is so weird. But people <laughs> were opinion, people were cheering Daniel Bryan and some of the stuff he was saying. You could hear it. Yeah, there were some boos. There were certainly boos. But there were some cheers as well. And when AJ got the best of him, there were some boos for AJ. So this is an interesting thing. You know, WWE always like to, likes to rip the topical stuff from the headlines and put it in their uh, uh, shows. These two, I mean, everything Daniel was saying, you've heard people on the left say on CNN or other shows and say, like, you know, they, 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 how can these people keep voting for these billionaires who constantly don't care about them, would never give two shits about them if they're on fire, wouldn't piss, stop to piss on them? Like, how can they pull the wool over their eyes consistently? And you people bow down to it. You bow down to it. Like, baby went, boomers are baby, you, baby boomers. All of it. He, they gave it to Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan. Is an environmentalist. Yeah. He is, in essence, kind of a left guy. So I, I, I found this to be fascinating in a sociological way. Yeah, I shouldn't say that I can't understand the left being painted as a villain because obviously there's Fox News and stuff yeah, like that. Of course. And there are people on the left who aren't great. So I, it's not yeah, just right. it's not that on it's, both sides. Yeah, on both sides. It's not that it's impossible. I should, I, what, I, what I meant to say is that I, I was shocked that he got booed for yeah. saying stuff like, I'm trying to keep the like, I'm trying to save the planet, yeah, or yeah. like you baby boomers don't give a don't give a shit about anybody. Right. Just, I, I was surprised that those things got booed. It's, mm-hmm. it, it, it definitely tells to how talented Daniel Bryan is, oh, yeah. and how good he is at getting that kind of stuff over. Mm-hmm. Um, same for Vince and the disdain in his eyes yeah. for this hippie environmentalist. Right. Get the ring. Get in the ring. I'm I not gonna tell you again. Get the ring. I'm not gonna tell you again. Get in the ring. You know, like that was so good. I, the, the, the like frustration in Vince was so entertaining yeah. to watch of just him like boiling. And, I said, get in the ring. I, I loved all that. Um, but yeah, you're right. No, on a political level, it, it was fascinating because you don't see them do that very often. Yeah. Especially one day after AJ Styles did that interview yeah. uh, on the right, where more. I don't. I, I don't have any. No, no, we're speaking yeah, about it. No, I'm just saying, like, as I don't, analysis, yeah, because I, I got a lot of tweets about it. Like, I don't, like, I am getting a lot better with understanding the fact that people have 
people have different beliefs than me. Like yeah. people were ra- everyone's raised differently. Like uh, I don't look down at others for having different opinions than right, me. Like right. well, to a certain degree, it depends, it depends how extreme on it gets. The opinion, yeah, it right, depends on how extreme, extreme it gets. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, um, but. But, like, even Vicky Guerrero was saying she's in support of the wall. Like, yeah. whatever, man. Like, you know, I mean, like, she does live close to the border. Right. She probably deals with certain things. Like, whatever. You know, like, um, but I was surprised to see them bring it into the show because mm-hmm. of how heightened that is right yeah. now uh, in the world. But, but man, I even saw people out, people that are semi-outside mm-hmm. of wrestling that were tweeting this promo that were like, man, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah. Like, so oh, they've been doing that, I huh? saw some people tweeting it outside okay. of wrestling. Like, okay. I saw Jensen, who used, Jensen Carper, who used to work in WWE, said, like, man, if they had let me write stuff like this, I would have stayed working at WWE, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, um, I think that it was cool to see that. I yeah. think that, you know, as a child, even... I learned things from watching stuff like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I learned things from the Attitude Era. Sure. You know, like they might not have been uh, <laughs> as uh, deep as Saving the Planet and stuff like that, but I learned things in the Attitude Era. Puppies! Yeah. <laughs> I did see my first boobs watching WWE. There you I go. I also learned 420 was watching WWE. Who was, who, who, who was, what was the boot? Was it, what's her, was Miss it Kitty, Sable? yeah. No, Miss Kitty. Oh, Miss Kitty. That's when right. Oh, right. Right, 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 right. I was watching that pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also learned like what 420 was because mm. of WWE, but also things beyond that. You right. know, like, uh, those are the first two that kind of my mind right. favorites. Um, but, but yeah, like I, I like them bringing stuff like this to the, to, to, to the t- to the show. You it, know? Bring, it brings a certain level of authenticity or rawness to the to the for lack of a better term, rawness on SmackDown uh, between these two because AJ's clearly one side, Daniel's one side, and I wonder how much of it. They discuss before they go oh, in and do this. All that was yeah? yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Right, yeah. Right. But I still like that. Like we got we got the woke we got the woke warrior versus like yeah. versus Georgia boy. You know, <laughs> and like I, it went from less being like you know it, it went less from like who's the better wrestler to it's kind of being like yeah. the left versus the right in mm-hmm. the in the in this feud between the two of them. And I kind of like that. You know, yeah. I'm wondering if it's gonna. If it's going to lead to WrestleMania and we're going to continue with Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles in some kind of big match at WrestleMania to continue on. Because you know what? They could, they could, that's a, it's, it's a thing that's easy to manipulate right now. I mean, that's, that's, down the house. that's Vince McMahon's bread and butter, being yeah. able to take things like that and finding ways to sprinkle into the show a little bit. And honestly, I think the only reason he hasn't is because of his wife's involvement well, in politics. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the past, he's done that. Yeah, no, yeah, no problem. problem. Yeah, but yeah. Ever since and ridiculed both sides. But ever since his wife got involved in politics, yeah. you saw a lot less of it. I mean, they had like Obama and Roseanne on the show yeah. back in the day. Well, not the actual people. But yeah, like, right, they exactly. had the characters of them and stuff. So it's not right. like Vince is, is uh, not okay. It shies away from that. I mean, yeah. even Jack Swagger and, uh, right, and, and what's right. his face? Zeb Coulter that's for a while. That's when making fun of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, I mean, like, I could definitely Definitely see him utilizing this maybe all the way to WrestleMania if Miz and Shane win the tag titles. Because I feel like if Miz and Shane win the tag titles, all possibility of Daniel Bryan versus Miz reverse at oh, WrestleMania yeah. of like heel Daniel Bryan versus face Miz is out the window. I yeah, would think, right? It, yeah, I think heel and a- I think uh, Bryan and AJ is the lineup now mm-hmm. for WrestleMania. Maybe like a uh, uh, you know, no DQ, table out of show, something like something. that. Like that. I think yeah, so big, too. Yeah. Unless they go with a multi-man match. Possibly, because like maybe throwing they Samoa have... Joe in there, yeah, and like someone else to do like a like a just honestly just a th- that that match alone. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, and Daniel Bryan in a three way at WrestleMania yeah. would probably steal the show, mm, yeah, for the WWE title. If you throw in Sinomas, maybe. Ooh, wait, how? Ooh, I like that. I that's really, a, that's a great force. I really like that. Yeah, I really like that idea. I Which think is that why would, it won't happen because we both really. Yeah, like that it. would. That would steal the show. Yeah, absolutely. No questions asked. Absolutely. Oh, well, speaking of Samoa Joe, he took I, on. I want to see that match. 
Damn it. We, they got it. That's a great that's idea. That's why you have a video Honestly, game. Honestly, that's a great idea. That's why no, you have a video that's a, they, they yeah. should. Honestly, that'd be. I, I know that most people like one-on-one title matches, yeah. but we're already going to get that with the universal title. Uh-huh. We're going to have other ones like that. I, man, that four-way fire. I think what would, I think it obviously, and this is not going out on a limb or anything. Ray Mysterio. I that's what I'm saying. Everything depends on what happens to Elimination Chamber. Yeah, true. If, if they wrap true. up the AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan thing, Elimination Chamber, and some kind of like hell in a cell match, and they wrap up Cien Almas and and uh, 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 Ray at the Elimination Chamber, then. Maybe there's possibilities, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot still to be worked yeah. out as it goes along. Uh, and speaking of Samoa Joe, he took on Mustafa Ali. A really quick match, surprisingly yeah. so, but still a very good match, I thought, with the minute we have, minutes we had with them. Mustafa get, I mean, Joe getting the best of him. Mustafa getting a little bit of a, a run there, but then Joe with the coquina clutch kind of putting this thing away. And the thing is, I was, as I'm watching this, I'm like, well, in the past, I would be like worried that a new talent coming up is getting these losses. But with Mustafa, it seems like the fans just are with him, win or lose. And that's a rarity with these new t- with new talents coming into a main roster and I think Mustafa can survive the losses because he looks like an underdog who's learning the game at this level and we l- like what he's doing in the matches win or lose it's exactly how I felt watching this yeah. match I was thinking 100% the exact same thing while watching it that that you know while we were we, people were being like oh Andrade and he's losing it's not like that yeah. even though he's losing it's very much like a he reminds me of like the Sami Zayn of Smackdown almost where like you don't care that he's losing because you're like you see that he's the underdog and he's yeah. he's fighting from the bottom and he's coming up and he's coming, and that's going to lead to like a like a like a big moment when he finally wins the big one and so I, it was almost like um we were talking on the raw recap about superstars yeah. and we were saying like um the jobber matches and the enhancement talent or whatever how how effective that was yeah. it's almost like the reverse of that of like getting the the enhancement talent over of like yeah. we've got this like Killer enhancement talent where he's going to go out there. He might, he's not going to win. Yeah, but he's going to put on a match that you're not going to forget. Like yeah. you're going to remember that match. You're going to think he was awesome. You're going to be fighting for him while watching it. Yeah, and eventually that's going to lead to a moment where he finally gets one over on like a big time wrestler, mm-hmm. like a you know in a main event where you're like, oh shit, you know, kind of like he did with Daniel Bryan yeah. initially. So I, I think that. Um, I love everything they do with Mustafa Ali. I, I agree wholeheartedly that yeah. I don't need to see him win every match. I yeah. think that well, you just need to see him go out there and give 100% every mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. and that he's fighting for you. And then eventually he'll climb that situation. So when he starts winning, you'll be you'll feel like as a fan, yes. I was with him from the beginning when yes. he was losing and learning how to get to this state. And I it's, really it's think, that mental thing. Yeah. I really think that's their mindset with him yeah. right now. It's, it's, smart. Really, it's very smart. And yeah. it really seems like that's their plan of just like, a, hey, we plucked this guy off of 205 Live yeah. that people like because they – uh, he seems like a genuinely nice person. Yeah. Let's let's broadcast that to millions of people and let them keep watching them lose and you're fighting with them. I think that's, just, yeah. that's great booking. Great yeah. booking all around. Agreed, agreed. Uh, all right, let's get to the, uh, for lack of a better term, the crown jewel of this particular episode. Uh-oh. That is the two out of three falls match between Rey Mysterio and San Almas. Holy shit. I mean, I, I said this to Ryan when he came. I was like, that that, that match should have been on a pay-per-view. It was so incredible. Uh, the back and forth team and the moves that they were doing. Yeah, there was one or two botched stuff, but that's okay in a high flying move. Especially uh, when match you're going like high octane like that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, there was no like downtime. There was no wrist lock for five minutes. No, it was like back and forth, off the ropes, outside, double moves uh, or double spin, jump moves, whatever. It was nuts to watch. And they covered the one or two yeah. mess ups there were. Like, they I, did. I remember the one where they were like, oh, Ray didn't get all of that or right. whatever. But yeah, I. I, I th- this was like such a masterful performance. Yeah. 
Like, you don't see main events like this on SmackDown very often. No. You know, like, and we, granted, we got one with last week or whatever, but, but right. prior to that. Um, especially with just some of the maneuvers they're pulling off, that powerbomb yeah. was insane. Yeah. That powerbomb where he, like, went for the Dragon Rana type thing, oh, yeah. caught him, held him. Held him up. Picked him up. Moved up a rope. Then went up to the top yeah, rope, man. backwards walking, yeah. and then did a sit-out powerbomb from the top rope. I, I gasped. Yeah. I actually gasped. I went like, oh, what? Like, yeah. and while watching it, I, I, I man, I, 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 that whole match is like, it, it's just like a, man, I, I, I don't know the word it I enjoyed it mm-hmm. so much. I mean, they were just killing it. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I honestly think. I don't want to say it because I'm going to have like a bunch of like New Japan fans in my in in my grill or whatever. Sure. But like that was up there with like you know some of the like matches that you see people saying like match of the year type stuff. Yeah. I mean, that was that was you can argue that. Yeah, no, I NJPW just, I, stuff. You can argue that it's at that that it was at that level with the amount of time that they had on TV with the restrictions they had. They were able to pull off incredible matches like nine minutes. With with these phenomenal moves uh, that you would normally see dragged out through a thirty minute match on NJPW well, or whatever forty five minute match. I think it was that long. Was it match. Th- okay? Okay. I think it was like thirty. Well, okay, maybe it was. I, I have to look it up. I'm not sure. Okay. But to be honest with you, like, and and, was and maybe a, I have to go back and watch it again. It also factors okay. in that it was at three in the morning or whatever when I was right. four in the morning when I was watching Wrestle Kingdom. But I think I enjoyed this more than like Kenny Omega's match at Wrestle Kingdom. Like this was killer, dude. Like they were okay. doing stuff that man, like for Rey Mysterio being his age, for him being yeah. for him being forty four years old, yeah. I, I I mean, I just think that we talked about it last week a little bit, but I, I further believe that He's one. He's one of the best wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. He, Rey Mysterio is one of the best wrestlers of all time. Yes, agreed. I, I we talked about it on the show last week, and I kind of went in a roundabout way of saying it because I mentioned Chris Jericho and stuff too. But last night, I tweeted about it, mm-hmm. just saying like, is it safe to call him like one of the best wrestlers of the modern era? A lot of people responded like, no, not even modern era, just all time. Yeah, like, Rey Mysterio is one of the best wrestlers of all time. One of the yeah. most innovative. Yeah. One of the most. Um, popular, one of the most ever. You know, he's he's one of the best wrestlers of all time. He is one of the rarest wrestlers in that way too, in terms of popularity. Right? He's a luchador wrestler that was able to cross over into the mainstream heavyweight division, and be, with believability and credibility, has been the champion in that division. You can count on your hand and maybe only get to one finger the number of luchador wrestlers that have held the top belt in a company as big as the WWE. And he did it. And he did it because he got over with the fans who didn't just marginalize him as a cruiserweight or whatever. There was more here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you could throw Eddie possibly in there. You can throw uh, Benoit or, or uh, uh, you know, other... Let's not throw Benoit. Jericho there. or, you know, you could throw... Yeah, right, fair. But, like, Ray was always... murder someone. Okay, okay. <laughs> Great. Ray was always smaller and thinner than those guys, but only now is he a little bit like stockier, bigger because he is like, you know, he's the man weight. He's an older yeah. man. He's, yeah. That naturally comes on. So he, he just now, even more so than ever, conveys that he belongs in this conversation of beyond just luchador wrestler, greatest wrestlers of all time. Do, do you think that Ray Mysterio can believably be world champion again? I, I, Here's the deal, more so than Kurt Angle. But I, I think if Goldberg can do it, I think anything is possible. Not universal title. I right. don't think Rey Mysterio is going right. to win the universal but title ever. This? But WWE title. 
I do think you think yes. that before he officially retires, before this run mm-hmm, in WWE mm-hmm. is over, he'll win the world title one more time? I think it's certainly possible. And here's why. He's getting almost over here. Almost is really now becoming someone people like are noticing in the SmackDown universe. It's helping a lot. Yeah. So if he goes down the line and wins the belt, how great would it be down the road? Way down the road. How great would it be to see Ray pop up as like almost like a, a De Niro? You never knock me down. You never you know coming and saying I want a shot at this or blah blah blah. blah. And then maybe. He gets that. Look, Hogan won back that belt how many years after he won it from Triple H? Well, I, so the I, possibilities I, honestly, exist. I, I do feel – and I think that's why I'm putting Rey Mysterio in the category of like one of the best wrestlers of yeah. all time now is like there's only a handful of guys who have been gone – who have been out of the limelight a little bit. Like Rey Mysterio didn't retire, no, but no, he was no. out of the limelight a little bit. He just went to other federations. But he was kind of like out of the huge public guy I think right, a little right, bit. Right. Um, there's not many that come back to WWE with that big of a gap mm-hmm. or whatever – and are still performing at that level. Yeah. Like there's Shawn Michaels. There's Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Hulk Hogan did it, but I don't think you could say he's like performing at that level or anything you like that. You could argue Jericho. If he was to come back, Jericho would be at that level again. Jericho is still, yeah, yeah, Jericho still, is still at that level. Like New Japan and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's why I put him there. I also – I would be totally okay with seeing one more world title run from, mm-hmm. or WWE title run from, from Rey Mysterio. Mm-hmm. Um, man, and it's crazy that at his age, he's still innovating. Like that – like move he did where there was the sunset flip to the outside that power bombed yeah. Andrade into the bar- barrier. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Like crazy, man. Like you're 44 years old and you're still innovating. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Like the, people at that age are usually relying on the spots that they made famous when they were 20. Right. Rey Mysterio is like, nah, man. Like I, I yeah. honestly think that's why he has the mohawk on his mm-hmm. mask. Mm-hmm. Because he hasn't really talked about it that I've heard. Yeah. But from what I'd seen pictures-wise is that was like the first mask he had in wrestling, had that oh, mohawk. right. And I'm wondering if he feels like this has been a rebirth for him, that he's yeah. he's got like the old man's mind and a young man's body again because he did the stem cell stuff on his knees. Hell. So I think that, Get man, that Kobe like, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, man, yeah, I, man, I just – I think Rey Mysterio is so good. Yeah. And I think Andrade, obviously, just yeah. is great. Almost is I mean, fantastic in this whole thing. He is just – Proving that he that that he is a star, yeah. and I, I and I will be so freaking angry if they just are like, okay, well, we ran out of like really cool Mexican dudes for him to feud again, so right. let's just kind of put him back to where he was once this is over. Like, no, this is proof that like Andrade should be in the main event yep. against anybody. Now the possibility, I think, I think it was very interesting, and I don't know if there was what was going on backstage or anything. Zelina was not present right during mm-hmm. this match. No, this is interesting. Why do you say that? Because is a face turn in the offing with Cien Almas coming up versus Daniel Bryan. Interesting. Is there a possibility well, like I could do with Lana, right? Now that they put, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Rusev, Rusev into the face conversation, Lana is less and less around him because of how she radiates the, the heel stuff. Is this the same thing happening here with Zelina and with uh, with Amos? Maybe they're waiting a little bit because he's getting over the fans and they're really respecting his abilities. And he's not doing any heel shit during the matches. No. They didn't do any almost no. any heel stuff last night. No, and I do think that no eye pokes, no kicks in the neck, nothing. I do think that they could see a tag team between the two of them down the line. That, that this could maybe oh, be similar and- to the bar. Hell where, yes, where like they have like a long feud and then they tag together. Hell yes. I, t- I tweeted the other day about. 
I'll take that over Lucha House Party any day. Did no I, offense to Grand Metalik. Did I? Were we talking on here about me getting all that crap on social media for saying I wanted to like see Rey Mysterio and Andrade form a stable? Did we talk about that? No, again? you told me about. I that. told you about. Off it. Okay, ca- yeah, off, off camera. Okay, yeah. yeah. But I brought that I, when I said that people were like, I said that they should form like an LWO type, like please, uh, like Los Ingobernables type stable, and everyone was like that. There was people that were like, that's racist, borderline racist. What? And I was like, because I want Mexican guys in a stable <sighs> together. Like Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm Mexican. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that's racist for me to want to see people that are the same as me. Yeah. In, a, in a stable together, and I was so confused. And a famous stable. They didn't get the run it deserved to get because that crew was a badass crew. I, I think that when I brought it up, though, I, people, one of the main things I said, because I said something like, I'd like to see Andrade, Ray, Sincara, and Punish, Punishment Martinez form a stable together because I think they need one big guy. I like when stables have yeah. one big guy. So Maybe it's why. Gage. All right, yeah. Bring in Gage. <laughs> that guy can fight. Here's, here's what I'm going to show you this. They, this just popped up on WWE over the last couple of weeks. I know. I've been wanting it. I, trust me. I've had to stop myself from buying it a few times. It was not on the site. No, it's been there for a minute. For a, yeah, it just, yeah, it just showed up a little recently. It's been a few weeks because yeah. I, I, I've tweeted about how I want to buy it. I thought about how I wanted to buy it. If they bring an LWO, because I've seen the LWO over at, over on the other sites, Pro Wrestling Tees, they've had the LWO forever. It's been there longer yeah. than, than you think, Okay, but they've been promoting it more on social media. That I have noticed. I have noticed them promoting the LWO more. If the LWO comes back, there'll be no two bigger fans than the guys in this room probably. <laughs> Don't tell Twitter that because <laughs> I said that how I was excited that I'd be for that. And everyone was like, this one guy literally called me a borderline racist for putting four Mexican – for poor, putting four Latino dudes in a stable together in my head for fun while probably taking a poop while I just like thinking out loud while, while looking at wrestling. So I wasn't putting that much thought into it. But I – People shouldn't tweet after they got hit in the head with a brick. That's <laughs> not what comes out. What comes out is not good. But I – one of the main – the people who didn't dislike the idea, yeah, yeah. one of the main – Things they were all saying was, well, what about Zelina? Like, you can't make Ray a heel, no. and Zelina's too good as a heel to turn as a face. Right. So you mentioned that I didn't think about that, but maybe, yeah. um, maybe they are. Maybe they were trying to see what yeah. it would look like. Just uh, you know, the two of them together without Zelina. There, That's I don't what I'm know. Saying. That's what I'm saying. It's it's curious. So maybe Zelina was handling other personal business. I don't know, but it's curious. It's 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 interesting. Yeah. Uh, before we close, yeah. Because uh, I feel like we should mention this real fast. Yeah. That New Day promo oh, yeah. was so funny. Oh, my that God. That honestly made me like, had me like in tears. Yeah. When he was like, <laughs> this is about Tony Chimmel, and then Tony Chimmel popped up, and, and, and they were like, no, there's no Edge here. Where, <laughs> do you see Edge around? Edge isn't here. Get out of here, Chimmel. That, oh, my God. I was laughing so hard when they and then and then when they started singing Kayla's name as she yeah. walked away. And they yeah. were like, oh, Kayla, Kayla. And they were all in harmony together. <laughs> So good. I love New Day so much. I also liked how when when Co- it was almost like watching a Saturday morning like like a sa- watching New Day sometimes is like watching like a Saturday morning cartoon made by stoners yeah. because it's like, like, oh, like when he when, when Kofi got like sad and he dropped his head down and they both put their hands underneath and lifted his head up together yeah. and then he was like no I can't think of the idea. <laughs> I loved it so much. They're great. Everything about New Day, yeah. I love so much. And that, that was an example of it. Every time I think they, uh, they've hit their wall of like inventiveness or creativity, they constantly come with new stuff. Yes. It's incredible it to really watch. It really is. Their I, ingenuity. And, and I don't know who on creative is working with them. If anybody on creative is – if they are, 
kudos to them as well because they because it isn't just creating the stuff it's making it natural to the actor or i mean sorry to the wrestler performing it and yep. they have found all three of them have distinct voices and then when they come together they have commonality and and similarities that work with all their sketches and promos and man that christmas special alone my god it was one of the most you had to be high to enjoy that thing i'm watch shocked thing. they haven't tried to do a new day movie like of some sort like, they have their own studio. Don't even joke. I'm shocked they haven't tried to do, like, a buddy comedy of the three of them. Right. Would be so easy to do. Don't even joke. Right? That would be awesome. Because I feel like the three of them are characters amongst them. It'd be like, and I, I, I'm not trying to say this in a demeaning way, because right. I just can't think of a comparative thing, but it'd be like a new school Three Stooges, yeah. you know, where, yeah. like, they are three very distinct characters. You could easily take the Three Stooges model of, like, they hit each other sometimes, right. they get into wacky hijinks, and they're zany. You could easily make a movie out of that. Like, mm. uh, no, it wouldn't be difficult at all. Right? Yeah, and and I agree. And, and those, th- and of course, we're not saying they would be like the Three Stooges. I just meant in terms, meant of, in like terms of like physical people, comedy, yeah, three that. people, the hijinks, the hijinks, yeah, yeah. all that kind yeah, of thing. Like, you absolutely. could easily make a buddy comedy with, right. with the three of them. Uh, and I was more just saying like to steal the gimmick a little bit yeah. of, of of the Three Stooges because I could see, you know, they they, they do kind of have like a Three Stooges yeah. vibe to them, like of like a what 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 what. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. you know, Xavier Woods is like Mo, who's yeah. like in charge of them, right? Mo's the one with the black yeah, hair, right? Yeah. He's like the Mo who's in charge of them. And then like uh, – Biggie's Curly. Biggie's Curly, and, and, yeah. you know? And then Kofi's Larry. Yeah, right? They possible. are kind of yeah. Three Stooges-esque yeah. for 2018. I don't mean that in a way because Three Stooges is one of the most legendary acts yeah, of all right, time. Right. But they have that kind of uh, vibe to them. Yeah. I would love to see that. I agree. I agree. I'd be down with that. Uh, we should wrap up by saying oh, yeah. uh, Samoa Joe uh, jumped in and interfered oh, yeah. in this Sorry. match. Made it, a, made it a, a DQ match or a no contest match. And uh, just when Joe was talking about how he's, this is what he's going to do, the statement he's going to leave, a Royal Rumble, everybody should be scared. Out of nowhere, like a meme come to life. RKO from Randy Orton. Maybe my favorite thing he's done in the last six months. <laughs> and it was damn awesome. Yeah, it's he didn't just even ne- say a word. It's just you're going to see him next week and feel the exact same opposite. You're the opposite way. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, Randy Orton's back. I know you. I know wrestling fans. Because I was the same way. It happens every time. When Randy Orton's Truth. been gone for a long time, Truth. and then he comes running in with that arc and you're like, oh, yeah, Randy Orton. And then like a week from now, you're like, okay, well, Randy Orton's back. Oh, you know? And, like, storyline, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially because, like, why is he a face now? Yeah, I don't Everyone's, know. like, cheering Randy Orton. I was like, when yeah. did Randy Orton become a good guy? Yeah. But, 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 but Randy Orton and Samoa Joe would be a fun match. Yeah, yeah. A little program, possibly. We'll see. Oh, you think that's what they're going to do with Randy for, for WrestleMania? Mm-hmm. Randy versus Samoa Joe, oh, Randy as a face? Maybe. Maybe. Again, we have to see what Elimination Chamber gets Yeah, us. you're right. You're it's right. It's tough to say. I'll stop making predictions. Uh, I know we got to run. Do you want to have any predictions about Royal Rumble before we go? Uh, do you want to go through the matches like real quick? No, maybe if okay. we do a preview or something because we're going to do the recap anyway. Okay. So whatever. All right. All right. There you go. All right. Well, everybody, that's our uh, recap of SmackDown Live last night. Thanks so much for watching Collider Body Slam or listening to Collider Body Slam. Uh, Ryan, you want to tell them where they can follow and uh, watch all the stuff we do? ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website. At Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where the videos are that we do. Throughout the week, we got the recaps uh, that Roka and I do. We got Wrestling Sheet Radio, uh, random videos that I make here. We got one with Poppy that I did recently. I did wrestlers reading fun fact or fun facts about wrestlers a few weeks ago. There's lots of fun videos on there. Please go subscribe. Uh, to those of you who have been subscribing, thank you so much. We've gained a lot of followers in the past uh, few weeks. In the past like 30 days, I was astounded by how many followers we've gained. So thank you so much for all of you thank for you. doing that. Uh, we're almost at 10,000 subscribers. I badly want to get there uh, because. 
that's awesome, obviously, and I want to get the word out to as many people as possible. So please keep subscribing. Please keep sharing the videos if you like them and spreading the word. Uh, please click, keep keep. Keep clicking the like button, commenting. <laughs> uh, I've been tweet. I, I once in a while will tweet my favorite uh, comments. Uh, just, just in general, please keep sharing those. It, it really, really helps a lot. If you only want to listen to the audio of these shows, if you're, you know, if you're one of the people watching the video right now, hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to Podcast One to listen to the audio for our Wrestling Sheet Radio feed. You can also find it on uh, on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, mm. on Podbean, on all the major platforms. So go make sure you check that out as well. Uh, yeah, and keep sure you know keep your eye on everything that Collider here is doing as well. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All nailed down. There you go. You can follow me at the Roca says on Twitter and Instagram. Tweet me all your thoughts about wrestling. I love responding. And thanks again, as Ryan said, thanks to everybody who's following and subscribing and talking about our recaps. It's a blast to do this every week, get to talk to, to get talk wrestling with Ryan Satin and hear from you guys, both positive and negative. It's always fun to have good conversations about this kind of stuff. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Uh, enjoy the Royal Rumble this weekend. We will have our recap of it on Monday. And, of course, Tuesday and Wednesday, do our SmackDown Live and Raw recaps on Body Slam. So thanks, and uh, enjoy your weekend. Bye. ProWrestlingSheet.com Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.